Jesus Fix It, the Good Morning Radio Podcast with Seth and Jess. If you have kids, you already know how many days until Christmas it is, especially (laughs) if they are littles. I am sure they are telling you, okay, it is... Uh 14 more days till Christmas, and the countdown is on. We did it. You we did what? it. You don't have to be a kid for that to be going on. Oh, really? Are you yeah. Count, are you counting down the days? Yeah. Really? I'm all about, oh, I love Christmas. Oh, I do too. I, I really do. Christmas. I really do. I've been thinking about a lot lately. I don't know if it's because my dad isn't here anymore, and I'm just really, really just in my feelings because like both of my kids are, you know, grown and mm. out of the house now, but I've really been thinking about the difference between the Christmases I had growing up and the Christmases I've provided for my kids. Yeah. Like I've always tried to make Christmas just beautiful and magical and memorable for my kids, yep. but it's just still different. Like when we grew up, we didn't always have a lot of money. Right. But it felt like we did. You Mama, didn't know. We didn't know. Yeah. Our Christmas was filled with tradition. And don't get me wrong, we always my mom and dad always made sure that we knew Jesus was at the center of it all. Even if even if the living room floor was filled with toys when mm-hmm. we woke up Christmas morning, even when we got gifts, we didn't think we were giving, getting. Right. Because there were some Christmases we asked for things, and my mom and dad straight up said, you know, you can put that on your list, mm-hmm. but uh, this is a year that mm, you may not get everything you ask for. And I don't know how my parents did it, to be honest, but... There was a lot of that in our they family, They always too. came through. We, yeah. I look back now, and I'm like, there was one year, like, I, I must have been, like, just the most spoiled child ever, because there was one year, I know, I, I was in high school, and I asked for a letterman's jacket, my letterman's jacket. Those I asked pricey, for my right. class ring. Ooh, Okay. All in the same year. And if you know, you know. That's expensive yeah. to ask for all in the same year. <laughs> yep. And I wanted a specific gown for um, a formal mm-hmm. I was having. Um, and then I wanted huh. a per Like, it was all of these crazy expensive things. It explains a few things. And my mom straight looked at me and said, girl, <laughs> you yeah. know you are not getting all that. That's what she said. And she was like, no, you can just, mm, you might get one thing on that list. Right. Oh, and then I also wanted a basketball and I wanted it signed by Larry Bird. Now, I was old enough to know. (laughs) I knew better. I knew my parents were not going to be able to get Larry. Oh, it'll have Larry Bird's signature on it. Yeah, but. Larry Bird may not have been the one to sign it. I look back and I was like, how in the world were they going to get Larry Bird? I don't know what was wrong with me. But anyway. You don't ask, you don't get. I actually did get that basketball. Stop it. Did you really? Larry Bird. It, it oh, had, okay. Like you said, it had his signature right, on it. Right, but it, it wasn't it, him. It that. wasn't the one. <laughs> but um, it, I did get that basketball. Right. Because on the other side of it, it had um, um, who else's signature on it, too? But I was like, how'd you get both of them on there? Well, you know, <laughs> hmm. Wheaties. I think it had the whole team on there. Anyway, I was like, I didn't ask for everybody's. But anyway, I digress. Wow. But, <laughs> But I look back now as an adult, and I'm like, wow, I asked for all of these things. One, that was so selfish. And my parents came through. 
even asking for all of those things, all of those items, they still made sure, hey, this is not what it's all about. We are celebrating Jesus first and foremost. But we still like did all the things. We still read um, the Christmas story together every year. We watched all the Christmas movies together. Um, We cooked the food together. We visited family. It was still like really the most beautiful time of the year. It was just a magical season. And when January rolled around, it was like we had no regrets. It was mm-hmm. like when you looked back on December, it was like, wow, we really did everything. Everything we were supposed to do for the season, we did. Right. And like now, I'm like, oh, we didn't do that. Oh, I feel like the time was just rushed. Or you just feel like, oh, see, did I do all of that for my kids? Or, oh, we didn't create that moment. Like, I wonder if my kids really have that feeling feeling like I had when I was growing up, like my parents provided for me. You're looking at it as an adult. Your Mm -hmm. kids still look at it as as from their childlike perspective. Now, I know your kids are grown, right? So it's not like I can't call them the kid's perspective. Yeah. But the memory that we have of our Christmases, you, you said it yourself, your parents were saying, hey, you know, things could be tight. And it never felt that way to you as a child. So your kids, all of our kids, they look at it and they enjoy Christmas. They don't understand, know, or even care about all the problems and the pressures and the anxieties and the stresses that we as adults carry into it. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know <laughs> I know my parents were stressed during Christmas because every year the tradition was that my parents would put up the Christmas tree. Yeah, And this was the same Christmas tree that for as long as I can remember, it was, we called it the Jolly Green Bottle Brush. It was a fake tree. <laughs> we had and a fake it always, tree, too. It always had pieces of tinsel on it already from the previous years. Mm-hmm. Us, too. Yes. And my parents would have the most, sometimes it got to be really an argument, but it was usually just kind of fussing at each other a little bit. Well, what do you think of this? Don't put that over here. No, that looks fine over here. They would just mumble at each other. And then when it came to the tinsel, my dad would grab handfuls and just throw it on. Like, <laughs> I don't know, just throw it on there. And my mother would be like, Seth, why are you doing this? And it looks fine. No, it does. There was that tradition, and it happened every year. We would also, uh, on Christmas Eve, we always went to a midnight service on Christmas Eve. And it was wonderful. It, I, I remember just going to the church, and it was dark. And it, it was very quiet, and there was you know beautiful music, and and would talk about the birth of Jesus, and and and, and at the end they would light candles and and share, and it, it was absolutely amazing. But I always remember, can we get home? It's Christmas <laughs> Eve, okay? Yeah. You don't understand. Santa Claus may have already passed by my house <laughs> because we are here. We have to go now. Um, there were some great Christmas traditions, but I never, as a kid, I never saw the stresses of, well, can we get him this gift? Can we not get him this gift? I never, never, it never dawned on me. Yeah. There were, the person that always gave me the best gifts were my brother. Now, he's 17 years older than I am. Mm. And so from my brother came things like a remote control airplane. Or a race car, you know, the slot car set. Or, okay, one year he did give me a, a set of wrenches, which 
I still to this day are like, why? How old were you when you got the wrenches? Maybe 14, 13, every, 14 years old. Every man needs a set of wrenches. He gave, he gave me a, <laughs> a toolbox, and it was a set of craftsman uh, socket wrenches okay. and open-end wrenches. Now, At least they were I, craftsmen. I will say... <laughs> I will say that over my years, I did use them, and it was a very productive See? gift. But at that time, I'm looking at it going, do you know me at all? I am not a tool person. And you're still not. What? Mm-hmm. No, you're right. I'm not. You're a, not that no, guy. You're, I am, you're, you're not that guy. I am not that, and I'm comfortable with that. That that could be a whole <laughs> other conversation that we could have sometime. But I think every family has those Christmas traditions that happen either intentionally or unintentionally, but it is part of what makes the season special for your family. And yeah, there's some things that, you know, happened in our family that I probably have blocked out. I'm sure there were arguments between my my sisters and my parents and so forth that I just have chosen to forget and don't mm-hmm. don't remember. But there were always some some really warm things too, like making hot chocolate and sitting around the tree um, singing Christmas carols. We would do that every once in a while. Um, my <laughs> dad was a nut with this, the spray snow, you know, mm. the snow in a can. Mm-hmm. If there was a window at his business or at the house, it had to be decorated with that fake snow. He would spray it everywhere oh, and yeah. then write happy Christmas or, or happy new year and Merry Christmas in the snow. <laughs> that was a tradition. So, yeah. yeah. But no, we don't. As 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 kids, you don't you don't think of the stresses. You yeah. don't think of the stresses. It's just good memories most yeah, of the time. I, I guess my thing is, it was just different then. It's it was just a whole different feel, and I'm sure you know the times change, yeah. and I'm sure our parents felt the same way. Yeah, you know, I remember. Um, and I share the story every year on air. I don't think I've shared it yet this year, but. You know what? We're going to talk about this this week. <laughs> but okay. you know, you know the story I always share about my dad mm-hmm. and um my aunts. My my dad and my aunts and uncles, Christmas was their favorite favorite holiday. And if it snowed, my grandma would always make snow ice cream. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Looking for the right spot, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. <laughs> But she would always. This one has chocolate chips in it. Nope, nope, nope. But um, <laughs> they loved, loved Christmas because, like I said, my grandma would make um, snow ice cream, so they had that to look forward to. Yeah. But um, they, I absolutely didn't have any money. Yeah. And all they would get for Christmas was a stocking with an apple. An orange and one of those giant peppermint sticks. Yeah. Yeah. And a pair of socks. Yep. That's all they would get, but they would get a ginormous Christmas dinner. Yeah. I mean, I'm talking ham, turkey, all the fixings, and they would be so super excited. And when my dad told me this story, I was like, y'all, that was y'all's favorite holiday? Mm -hmm. I was like, did y'all get any toys? He was like, mm, maybe a couple years. We may have gotten, you know, something. Right. He was like, but for the most part, we got a big apple, a big orange. And he was like, but I love those candy canes. And we always got got it in um, that big old stocking. Yeah. I was like, that's all y'all got? Yep. 
because he told me this when I was a little girl and he would tell me that he would remind me every year. And I didn't believe him. I was like, y'all were so super <laughs> excited for that. Yeah. And then I asked my aunt and I was like, tell me about Christmas growing up. She was like, oh, it was the best. She said, mama would get us a stocking and most of the time she would make it herself. And in that stocking would be an apple and orange and this big giant candy cane. And then afterwards, we'd all get dressed really quickly. And if we got dressed in a good amount of time, she'd let us watch our Christmas shows. Mm. And then we'd sit around the table and eat the best dinner. And we'd be snacking all day long. And then after dinner, we could look forward to snow ice cream if it snowed that year. And I was like, wow. Mm Mm-hmm. I mean, talk about the simplicity, like, the of, it. simplicity of it. Yeah. Now, I love my kids, mm-hmm. and I know they're grateful in their own way. <laughs> but if I was to tell my children today <laughs> that you're going to be looking forward to an apple and an orange and a candy cane, can you imagine the look on most kids' faces these days? Now, yeah. now my one son, now, granted, my kids are great. And they're grateful for anything. But I, one son, he would be like, Mom, are you sure? And my other son would be like, okay, if that's all you have, I'll mm-hmm. take it. But I'm just being real. Mm-hmm. And I know me as a child, if my mom and dad would have said, all you're getting is an apple and an orange and a candy cane, I would have been like, what are you talking about, Willis? That's all I'm getting? <laughs> just keeping it real. But then you have my dad and his siblings. They knew every single year that all That's they, were, they were, getting, were getting and they were excited and this was their favorite holiday. Yeah. Like that. I I can't even. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Because it's an experience. Yes. It's not a thing. It's an experience. Mm-hmm. And it's interesting because as you're talking about this, I realize in our family, we've decided to do something a little different. Mm-hmm. In the past, it has been that yes, we we get stuff for for our child. And my wife and I, we exchange gifts and and so forth. We get something from mom, you know. But then there's always been kind of the big gift that we get for the family, right? Mm -hmm. This past year, another story, we got a TV to go above the mantle. And I almost got one too big. And that's a whole nother. My (laughs) eyes usually are a little bigger than (laughs) my measuring stick that I don't ever use. (laughs) But we've decided that we're not going to be doing the the big gifts type stuff anymore. Yeah, um, we want to take the money and set it aside so that we can do something, go somewhere, experience, create a memory, create an experience. Not have a thing, not have an object, but have an experience with the family. Yeah, that's what we want to do instead of the stuff. The stuff because yeah. it means more, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, uh, in a couple years, who cares about the TV? Nobody cares about, oh, remember when we got, yeah, so what? I, I, I got the family new iPhones one year. Got them all brand new iPhone. And now it's like, so what? Who cares? You don't, rem- mm-hmm. you don't remember, oh, remember when we opened the i No, nobody cares about that. Nobody because remembers. Because once, once you open it and you've had that moment of opening it, the newness wears off. Right, and now but, it just becomes routine. But you take them on that vacation or you do that thing that creates that experience, they're going to 
look back on that or you go to that place and one day you could be doing the most mundane thing and they yeah. smell something and it reminds them yes. of that moment or exactly. they see something and they're like, oh, remember that time all of us went there and yep. the nostalgia and yep. they have those memories that'll be with them. And then they, forever. they, they want to do the, for me, what signals success of a memory that we've created mm-hmm. is uh, my daughter said the other day, hey, are we going to make hot chocolate, get in the car, and go look at Christmas lights? Yes. It's like, yeah. yes, absolutely we are, because that is something we do for Christmas. Mm-hmm. And that, to me, is more meaningful than anything that any of us could give each other, right? Yeah. It's that that looking forward to the experience. And that's what it was with your dad and his family mm-hmm. is looking forward to that special experience. That's what it was all about. And I think when you boil it down, that's kind of what the Christmas season really is all about is the memory and experiences with our family. Yeah, that's what I was telling one of my friends because she was she was starting to feel the pressure last week. She was doing all of the shopping and all of the <sighs> stuff yes. and then she was doing what she could, and then she said, you know, just when I think I am providing for my family and doing all the right things for Christmas, and I've decorated my home beautifully, I see all these other trees on Facebook, and they're bigger than mine. The yeah. decorations are more beautiful, and I got my son this little remote control truck thingy and then another mom posted an even bigger one. And I'm like, and I'm like, no, don't. I know. It's easy to do that though. Comparison. Nope. Why are we doing this still? I was like, you can have a simple Christmas even. You don't have to just do what you can do. You know what I'm saying? We're losing focus. And we, <laughs> but it happens all the time. It does, you know? and, and I can't every, say that. I, and I can't sit here and honestly say I've never done that because I, I remember the times I I was that mom, especially when I got divorced. I was like, okay, am I doing all the right things? And there was the time, and there was that um, first year when I got divorced when I feel like I had to do extra. Yeah. I felt like I had to go over and beyond. I had to right. go up and above. I right. had to make sure. My kids felt extra, extra loved, extra, extra special because, wow. you know, they're special now. They're yeah. they're from a broken home. And I'm like, no, they're not. No. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's just, yeah. When, there were very tough financial times for my wife and I many, many years ago. Mm-hmm. And when things were, were good, like that first year where my wife and I realized, oh, my goodness, we've got money to spend for Christmas. We did. We went stupid crazy. Yeah. And and it was one of those things like, oh, we made up for all of the years that we didn't do so much or that was lean. No, we didn't. You just did excess. It doesn't make you up for it. You don't even have to. Yeah. Because again, yeah. like we said just a few minutes ago, my daughter, our kids do not remember the stresses of the money situation for the holidays. They remember the times getting together. They remember the laughter. They remember the good food at Christmas dinner. They remember the things that that happened, not the things that didn't happen. Mm-hmm. We're the only ones that know what we didn't are, happen. Yes. Yeah. We're the only ones that know, oh, I didn't get this or I didn't do that. They don't know that. They don't care. They appreciate don't what they have. Don't even care. Yep. There it is. Yeah. All right. Let me read you this. This is so beautiful. And I want to end with this because I saw it. This is from, um, this is actually a group that has a podcast, and they're also on Facebook. It's called Risen Motherhood. 
Mm. And this lady's name is Laura Whiffler. And I actually um, recited this whole thing. I'm going to plug. I'm going to do a shameless plug here. If you download Jess's Daily Devotional, it's another Spirit FM podcast that mm-hmm. you can get wherever you listen to your podcast. And you can listen every single morning on Good Morning Radio on Spirit FM. You can hear this full daily devotional. But this is what it says. It says, no matter what your life looks like, remember what matters. Go crazy with your decorations. Have a blast with fun activities. Watch movies. Savor opening presents. But don't lose sight of the reason because you're gripping those things too tightly. Have an open hand and remember that Christmas isn't really about traditions at all. It's about remembering what Christ has done for us and looking forward to what He will yet do. Thanks for listening. If you have questions or comments, send them to podcast at spiritfm.com. This is a production of Positive Alternative Radio. The Jesus Fix It podcast is brought to you by Mardell Christian and Education Stores. And anybody who knows Jess knows that I love a deal and Mm -hmm. I love a bargain. Mm -hmm. You know, you can get bargains at Mardell like toys for the kiddos and and maybe you too. Things like (laughs) Melissa and Doug and science and craft activity kits. They're all 30% off and not to to mention best-selling books. 40 to 50% off every day and all others 20% off. Uh, Yes, please. You can also find Mardell exclusive brands in their education, church supply, and gift departments like Renewing Minds and The Brainery. You can view their weekly ad and what's on sale anytime by downloading the Mardell app. Good to Go is another encouraging podcast you'll love. Join host Christian Suter weekly as he tracks down people doing good things for others. You'll be inspired and reminded that there's always something good going on when you search Good To Go, wherever you get your podcasts.